As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're travelling around Scotland, working with families and organisations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Hello and welcome to another episode of On Farm Helps. We are now into May, um, still under COVID-19 lockdown and still producing episodes of On Farm Helps uh, because there are people out there who are thriving at the moment and innovating, but there are also people out there who are really struggling. So we want to try and provide some help and advice. Today, I'm joined by Julia Latto, who is part of the team who from Scottish Enterprise who runs the Rural Leadership Programme. And she has been learning a lot about challenges and opportunities facing rural business over uh, recent weeks. So I was delighted to chat to her and I hope you enjoy uh, the conversation. Hi there, Anna. Um, so the Rural Leadership Programme is run in partnership with, um, it's a Scottish Enterprise Programme run in partnership with Highlands and Islands Enterprise. Scottish Enterprise have invested in the Rural Leadership Programme for over 14 years and it's a a very successful programme on a number of fronts. It's a a six-month programme that runs from October to March. We have, on average, 60 participants um, every year from the across Scotland, the length and breadth of Scotland, and across all sectors. So it really is a very diverse leadership programme. The main benefits that people come out of, of the six-month pretty intense and challenging programme is really around developing a new outlook to growing their business, um, both growing their business and also growing themselves as a leader. Um, the programme really does make a significant difference to decision making, to productivity, to looking at new markets and also in how people manage staff. They're very ambitious um, leaders who think very differently um, and have a very different outlook to growing their business. So we've now got 630 in the network and they really are quite a a force of a a network across Scotland. Yes, absolutely. Now, I um, am a a rural leader myself. I did the programme in 2012-2013 and thoroughly enjoyed it. I made friends, I made contacts, I made uh, business connections. I've recruited clients as a result of, of people and conversations I've had in connection to the Royal Leadership Programme. Yep. So I highly recommend, obviously I highly recommend it. Um, but we, we're not, this isn't a, a, an advertising episode for the Royal Leadership Programme, yep. obviously. But what it is, is, is about the people 
who have been through the programme, yeah. putting that in context in relation to the current crisis, that the, the COVID-19 crisis that we're facing. Yeah. Um, but perhaps before we, we talk through that, can you just tell me, um, fairly briefly, I suppose, mm-hmm. but before this crisis hit, what was a typical day like for you um, regarding your involvement in the Rural Leadership Programme? Yeah, so my typical involvement would be travelling to meet with rural leaders, um, gaining insights into, you know, what what decisions are making for their business, how Scottish Enterprise or other agencies could help uh, with their growth. As the programme uh, is on an annual basis, I would um, look at receiving a, a number of applications, say, around August time. So um, I'd have to go through all the applications and then meet with all the rural leaders uh, at the start of the programme. So between really um, October to March is about building new relationships. Um, and then after, um, after then is about really supporting the network, you know, uh, one part of the program is you build uh, an action plan. You know, you set yourself, you know, uh, ambitious goals, and um, you really challenge your thinking. So a lot of the skills that people have gained on the program are now kicking in significantly. You know, at very much at the forefront of of the skills that um, people um, have have gained. Plus, obviously, new skills. In a sense, part of the Rural Leadership Programme is preparing people for times of challenge. And we don't always know what those challenges will be. And some of them, just like this current one, will hit us head on uh, in a way that we're not expecting. But part of the Rural Leadership Programme is to facilitate and enable people to have those skills to, to deal with such challenges. Also, what it does do, as you probably know, is rural businesses, you know, they're, they're they're a resilient bunch. They've had to adapt and um, look at things very differently. Um, Foot to mouth was was uh, a very good example of that. It was one of the reasons why Scottish Enterprise invested in the leadership programme because having a voice in a time of crisis is absolutely crucial when we're looking at policy changes and resources that are required. The lessons that we learned then are exactly why we we put in place a leadership programme, because leadership is absolutely key to economic growth. We are in the midst of, of COVID-19, and I know that you've been doing a huge piece of work to to really try and find out the challenges and also, just as importantly, the opportunities that are facing past and present rural leaders? Yeah, um, so it's it's obviously um, been a very, very challenging for everybody. The rural leaders are, are obviously the, the businesses that, yeah. you know, I've been speaking to on a regular basis. Different sectors are, are struggling or or. Uh, maybe not being um, as exposed to it. So I'll give you an example. For example, in agriculture, um, you know, some of the rural leaders I'm speaking to um, haven't seen such a a huge crisis right now, um, but they're obviously aware that, you know, maybe down the line um, prices mm-hmm. could increase, etc. Then we have rural services. So, you know, they're adapting in a very, very different way as well. So, the challenges that um, I'm picking up have been have been very varied. 
Um, so just to give you, you know, some examples, we did a we did a quite yeah, a big survey yeah. um, about three weeks ago. So obviously it, it's changing all the time, um, yes, yeah, but moving feet, yeah. very moving. And but the the insights are are critical to Scottish enterprise because we need the intelligence because this intelligence um, gets fed straight back into to Scottish enterprise who are working you know, as a multi-agency approach with the Scottish Government to really help inform policy decisions. It's critical that we get this, you know, pulse survey regularly so we we know and we understand quickly and we can adapt our, our you know, responses quickly. You know, an example um, is some, just some, you know, stats uh, when I've been speaking to people has has managed to stay open, but what that looks like is very different. Um, You know, many have had to furlough their staff. The cash flow is a serious issue for many businesses. Many leaders I'm speaking to um, have got a cash flow crisis. um, And certainly, you know, over the the coming weeks and months, um, that's going to be pretty stark. Just under 70% have seen their sales and income decrease. Gosh, yeah, that's a huge number. Yep, and from the discussions, you know, the funding that has become available has been a massive um, support. It's, you know, for businesses, I have regularly heard the support has been invaluable. That insight, you know, feeds directly back in, as I said, to Scottish Government and the Find Business Support website is is the avenue that businesses are going to um, to access access the funding. So we will continue right. with mm-hmm. the insights piece over the coming weeks to ensure that you know we're doing everything we possibly can to support um, these businesses through this crisis. Um, in terms of the, you know, again, what the insights are telling us is already, you know, People are looking to the future, and again, you know, as part of this, we'll, we could maybe come on to that. But it's it's incredible how, you know, from is that you know, as what we see um, with the neural leadership when I'm speaking to people is there is a period in this time to reflect and to learn. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yep. So this mm-hmm. reflection and learning from this pause, if you like you know, what businesses are now looking at um, around the resetting, what what does that look like and, and how does a recovery look like for these businesses? Um, it's mm-hmm. it's very different mm-hmm. across industries, but there is a there is a pattern emerging and it, it's linked to technology and innovation. You must be seeing some phenomenal examples of innovation and out of the box thinking. Um, have you got any examples that you're able to share with us? Yeah. Um, so obviously, I can't disclose, uh, you know, any any. But no, no. Really, what what I'm hearing is that business models have overnight had to be remodelled and had to have a deep rethink mm-hmm. of what their systems and and processes are looking like. Many businesses are now supporting local. We've got yeah. a significant yeah. amount of businesses who are going directly to, to locals. The public are looking to these businesses to provide a service um, online. So yes, absolutely. a number of the businesses have had 
a website as such, but maybe haven't focused so much as as on with the online sales. They've known that it's there and it's been something that they've thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe one day we could look at that. But that was magnified with, with, the, with the crisis. So a number of businesses have looked at their um, online platforms. Some have even rebranded, yes. completely yeah. refreshed their business model. They have implemented um, new CRM systems online, really tightening up their productivity, you know, looking at wastage, what what products maybe didn't work so well. Mm. And they're preparing in a way which they've never, you know, thought they had to in this way. They've been able to adapt very quickly. Mm. I mean, the thing with, um, with the rural leaders that, you know, I'm working with is... They're very nimble businesses, so they can adapt quickly. Um, whilst it's going through the crisis, they are adapting to what customers are asking them to provide. And I think yeah, that's yeah. absolutely key. You know, really understanding what is your customer now looking for. Yes, um, which is very what, different what to will, what they may have been very looking for a few weeks ago. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. You know, so they don't want to come in and buy the products or have the experience that they did. So, you know, just this morning I was speaking to a business about what the guidelines might be coming out and telling him, but also from a customer service point of view, what could that look like for his business going forward? Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of thinking and planning, strategic planning is going on right now. Um, But the online component has definitely been a consistent theme that, you know, with all the businesses I'm speaking to. Previously, online was maybe a fraction of sales, certainly for, for the food and drink industry. But yeah. the, this has really brought to the fore that online has, has, it could be, you know, the new growth area, for example, for businesses. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, alongside that... Um, we have got a you know a number of tourism businesses um, which are in a different position completely, um, but one of the things what I'm finding is mm. you know having a, a collaborative approach is going to be absolutely vital for uh, for the going forward into the recovery phase, and I'll give you an example is that um, Scottish Enterprise run um, the Agri Tourism Monitor Farm project. Um, I and, know, yes. Yeah. yeah, and over the last few weeks since this crisis began, I know that, you know, um, on a weekly basis, between 30 to 60 agri-tourism businesses are connecting um, online through Zoom and they are having conversations about the way forward. So that um, sharing examples, um, sharing of new ideas, um, understanding, you know, where... Uh, where the landscapes lies in terms of guidance, what they're hearing. Um, you know, I've heard through the tourism businesses I'm working with that staycations, you know, that kind of domestic market may well be something that, you know, could yes. be looked at as an opportunity. Yeah. Um, again, people are saying, well, it's early days, but what does that look like from a business model when lockdown eases and we maybe need to look at, you know, the social distancing measures um within the tourism industry. So I think, you know, the people um, talking to each mm-hmm. other, you know, collaboratively coming together across sectors as well is going to be very important so that people Completely, yeah. are working together. 
no business is an island, as it were, and and everybody yeah. needs to to share ideas and work together, and and not just share ideas, but share support, I suppose, because it's a lonely time and it's a scary time, and even if some people take you know the the main benefit from from some of this connection as being just understanding that they're not the only ones in the same boat that that all helps as well absolutely you know in in the rural context you know just to kind of give a bit of a, a kind of context around that is that um Rural accounts for 95% of Scotland's land mass and just over a million people live in rural Scotland. And mm-hmm. within the rural businesses, um, you know, many, for example, in highlands and islands or in some parts of the remote um, uh, lowlands, for example, it can be pretty isolated. So yeah. connecting and talking and sharing, you know, how what you're thinking about, how the business is looking, um, you know, about other people, what are they doing? It is so important to ensure that people know that there is people out there who's going through exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's it's a key part right now. Yeah, absolutely. Now, obviously, I mean, this is this is really enlightening, and I find it very invigorating and inspiring to hear the ways in which people are being creative and you know effectively digging themselves out of what is a nasty hole. Yeah. Um, but being realistic for a moment. There will be people out there who, and this is completely understandable, whose brains have just gone into panic mode. They'll still yeah. be thinking, you know, I just I can't see a way around this. I can't think think of a way to innovate myself out of this or my business out of this. Particularly the ones who are facing the biggest challenge, perhaps, like you know, as you say, the, the tourism sector. Um, yep. If somebody is listening to this and they're, they're thinking, well, this is all very well. These these are great stories, and and good on these people for for you know addressing the future and moving forward. But I feel too panicked and too stuck mm-hmm. to to really do anything. You know, where where can they those people go for for a bit of help and support? Yeah, well, the first one would be about the Fine Business Support website, which the Scottish Government, um, you know, are putting all the the resources into. And within that as well, um, you know, there's many organisations out there who are reaching out to people who are really, you know, understandably in that crisis mode and cannot see a way out. Um, so, you know, I would urge anybody who's feeling like that to to yeah. reach out to their network, to businesses that, have, you know, they've worked with in the past, to people, organisations who are there to provide that immediate support now. And please go into the Fine Business Support website. There is also a helpline on there as well. Should people, um, you know, have not have the online support or have the digital um, broadband connectivity, for example. So that's the place to start if for anybody who's who's really struggling with getting their business on a on a sound footing going forward. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yep, definitely. What do you think this means going forward for the future of of rural businesses? What we've dealt with now, how will it change us forever? Wow, <laughs> that is a big question, Anna. Um, how will it change us forever? I don't know the answer, if I'm being absolutely honest. No, I that's think, fair enough. <laughs> I think it will change us, um, but how it looks um, 
I really cannot answer that. I think it's just it's it's tell. still too early. Um, yes, people yeah. are still uh, finding their way a little, and and the guidance coming out will be crucial in what that recovery looks like, what what impact it's going to have, and what critical steps people need to take. You know, short, medium, and longer term. But you know, people people are resilient. You know, I think we just need to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now. You have over 600 yeah. Royal Leadership yeah. Programme alumni. Now, anybody who hasn't yet been through the programme obviously ha- can't yet benefit from the skills that, that, that they learn in that. But there may be people listening who think, crikey, yeah. uh, I, you know, th- we've, we're in a crisis at the moment, but we, you know, we, will, we will undoubtedly, whatever they may be, face other crises yeah. going forward big ones or small ones who knows um i need i need to to get onto that rural leadership program i need to make sure that i'm in a position next time something happens that that i can use my skills and my communities that i've built up to get myself yeah. out of yeah. trouble as it were can we be safe in the knowledge that the rural leadership program will continue and that, that more people can benefit from, from going through it? Well, again, in the current climate, um, you know, nothing is um, kind of definite. Um, but what I can say around that is that certainly for, for this year, um, there will be a leadership programme um, of some shape or form. We're currently looking at what the design of that looks like because the leadership programme is very much about people coming together and sharing experiences. Um, but we are looking at, you know, doing a, an online um, virtual programme, which will, um, you know, maybe be uh, slightly adapted to the current crisis, what people are, are maybe needing to, to look at in terms of their planning, um, maybe recovery. I mean, we are in unprecedented change from an economic perspective. So what does that look like for rural businesses? Mm -hmm. I can say for definite that the Rural Leadership Programme will, in some shape or form, go forward from October this year. And that, you know, please, you know, get in touch with myself um, at Scottish Enterprise and we will definitely be putting, you know, put you in touch with once, you know, the applications come out, um about you know what what that looks like um and and hopefully i mean we we work with some amazing stakeholders you know scottish food and drink um nfu scotland scottish um land and estates you know the list is endless and we also work very closely with the scottish government mm-hmm. um working in partnership um with with highlands and islands enterprise as well you know, this is a collective approach to growing the rural economy in Scotland and um, and having leaders which um, are, are outward focused and looking at um, opportunities um, through a crisis and supporting these individuals through that is, is, is our priority yeah. and always has been. Um, yeah. And we are looking also from the network perspective, we're, we're going to be putting a, a lot of emphasis on on the current um, alumni, which is just over 630 rural leaders. Wow. Um, yeah. And we're looking at, you know, with with everything that's been um, happening um, in, in this, you know, unprecedented times from a, a network perspective, really looking at ourselves about refreshing our own communications and communi- uh, our collaboration channels with the rural leaders 
Um, because, you know, our rural leaders, when I say the length and breadth, it really is from, you know, the top of Shetland right down to the remote part of the west of Scotland. So, you know, bringing these rural leaders together in a more cohesive digital platform um, and for Scottish Enterprise and our partners to facilitate uh, and foster a, a sense of community is something that we've got to be working on over the next, um, you know, immediate term will be over the next few yes, weeks. Yeah. And it's going to be a new model of engagement um, that, uh, you know, will be coming out um, and, and launching um, over the next couple of weeks. So we're very excited about, you know, this supporting people in a very different way. Because as you know, previously we would do the religious programme, we'd bring people together um, at events, um, we would have inspiring speakers. But we're looking at, well, how can we do that virtually to ensure that, you know, all the community feel connected and feel supported through this extremely challenging time. Absolutely. I've noticed over the years that the Rural Leadership Programme, and it's thanks to, to you and the rest of the team who run it, has an incredible engagement rate. So so people, even years after they've completed the programme, are still engaging in the, the additional events you run and engaging with with other alumni who perhaps weren't in their year group. It's very much a community. Um, but I suppose the reality is that there may have been, there may be one or two people who've been through the programme and then kind of got caught up in in life and have slightly dropped off the radar when it comes to engaging. Yeah. What would you say to them if they do happen to to be listening to this podcast? Absolutely. So what we've recognised over the years, and we've done quite a bit of evaluation on this, is um, people's... um, cycle life cycle you know they can come in and out of networks at at different times or they maybe think well that's not maybe relevant to me now or it's maybe been too busy for me I've had that regularly people saying you know I wanted to come along or join if people are listening and they've been on the program and and they think well I'm you know maybe a bit embarrassed haven't connected or whatever you know you would be amazed we've had people um come back to us from 14 years ago and 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 said, you know, it just wasn't the right time. I've been away growing my business. I now need to come back. But this is the time oh, wow, now. Yeah. People supporting people. And, you know, you know what I've noticed even in my own community is, is this sense of community, helping each other, supporting one another. That is what this online platform yes. um, is going to, to really facilitate um, a stronger community of, of like-minded people to help and support. So for anyone who's been on the programme and, and feels a bit disconnected, um, please do, um, you know, they've, everybody's got my email and, um, I, you know, I do sometimes say, I hope I'm not kind of hassling mm. you. And they're like, no, no, I'd really like to hear from Scottish Enterprise and what you guys are all up to as well. So please do reconnect if, if you haven't done so in a while. Um, <laughs> Now is really important uh, that people do feel connected and do know that there is support out there. And people, what I've found um, is humans do want to help people. Um, I mean, we are social completely, species. Completely. The other thing as well is that people care. So, you know, please do know that there is a community out there to help. Yes, I couldn't agree more, 100%. I suppose before we kind of sign off and say goodbye, because I know you're a very busy lady, um, have you got any final kind of tips or pieces of advice for, for I suppose, for anybody listening who who's working in a rural business and and, you know, coming currently coming to terms with with COVID-19 and what that that means for them? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've said it again in this podcast and 
you know, of, of I see the word, but this unprecedented change is we've never been here before. The, the now, right now, is still significantly challenging for people. But I see when I do speak to people, there is a sense of planning for the future. So navigating around the now, um, and you touched on it earlier, Anna, that, you know, some people are still, you know, really struggling within that. Yeah. And for others, the, the recovery is on their minds. The, the, there's going to be um, a shift in new economic models, no doubt about yes. it, even from yeah, the people that much. I'm speaking to. So as, as much as it really might be very, very tough... Um, I'd encourage businesses, uh, rural businesses, to 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 start to plan uh, ahead. You know, begin to look at what does a a restart or a you know what what does it look like? Um, yeah. And it could be quite yeah. complex, or it could be you know for some more of the same. But think of the think of the innovation. You know, have a um, a plan. We always talk about this within the Rural Leadership Programme, as you know. A plan, yeah, yeah. a strategy is so important. You know, even if it's small goals, just little things, or for some that I'm speaking to, it's it's a major remodel. Something that gives direction and, and it, confidence as absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and a sense of purpose. You know, these rural businesses that support um, rural communities and rural place are fundamental to our community and we need to ensure that they continue. Yes. So hence why, you know, there is support available and why the government are, are ensuring that, you know, as many businesses are, are able to, to ride a storm and, and adapt. It's a very complex landscape, but that, that would be, you know, where I would say for rural businesses to, to think. I, I think that's, that, yeah, definitely the best advice as far as I can tell. I think, I think having... Having a plan does give you give you yeah, confidence, and, absolutely, um, mm-hmm. and, yes, and structure, yes. the ability to 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 focus, and I think that's absolutely critical at this time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh well, Julia, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you, you'd like to add? Do you think we've missed anything? No, I think um, I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank you, Anna, for giving me this, um, you know, this platform to, oh, to share with you, um, you know, the leadership programme and, and the support that's on the Fine Business Support website um, that, you know, our, our agencies and government are working towards. And, and really just, you know, um, I hope that, you know, people that are listening know that there is, there is support out there and that we're working, you know, to, to really look at recovery and um and the guidance that will come around that so thank you absolutely no i agree thank you julia and i would also urge anybody listening particularly those who've who've been through the rural leadership program to please share this episode far and wide because whilst it focuses on the rural leadership program i think there are definitely some real nuggets of information in there that will benefit anybody out there who's running a rural business so please do share because i think as you said pe- people want to help people and um we need to be sharing ways in which um you, people can get help and advice so yeah yeah thank you again for your participation julia no no that's great so that was julia latto a really enjoyable conversation for me i've known julia for a long time and uh she brings a huge amount to the table when it comes to rural businesses and and innovation so i hope you found it useful please do feedback to us uh best way is via twitter which is at on underscore farm uk so please get in touch let us know what you thought and also let us know what else you'd like to be hearing over coming weeks and months thank you very much for listening